Welcome to The Road to Tinue, a King Keller Chronicle fan podcast where we explore everything about the worlds created by Patrick Rothfuss. Spoiler warning, we do explore the worlds, and today we might also explore a little bit of Fallout 4 or Witcher. So, please read the books. The games are pretty old, so I don't feel bad if anything gets a surprise for you. I'm sorry if you do. Uh, I'm Margaret, and today I'm joined by Alex a.k.a. Unlikely Maths, if you're on the Twitch channel with us. He's a moderator there. Hi, Alex. How's the road to Tinue? I'm going to just immediately pull back the curtain in podcasting world here because we had we tried to record this once and had technical issues. And since then, I was trying to think, how, how should I answer that question? So I've had like a few days to think about it, and I still can't think of a good answer. So the road is fair. Fair is a perfectly good answer. If that's how you're doing, if you're fair, the road is fair. I wasn't sure because last time when you asked me, I said something I couldn't hear you when you afterwards. So, uh, well, you yeah. said you said fair, and I tried to lead you to see if you would say anything else. Like, yeah, just fair, just good, all right. Yeah, and and I didn't hear you say that, so. <laughs> Hence, we're recording it again. Yes, so all ten of you can now see behind the curtain. It's not as magical as you first believed. <laughs> Sorry to let anybody know. How did you learn about the books? I had a friend. She just did a blog where she just reviewed books that she was reading, and she gave The Name of the Wind a particularly favorable review. She'd like recommended a couple things previously, and I think like, oh, okay, I'll check this book out, and it was good, and I'll check this one out, and that was good too. And if I remember rightly, she gave the name of the wind. I think it got four out of five, and the only reason it didn't get five is because Quoth's ego was too big to fit in a fifth star. <laughs> um, which, obviously, if you read the books, you probably know that's not too far from the truth. So yeah, it was a favorable review. The the rest is history, as they say. How many times have you read the books? I don't know specifically how many, because I, I mean, I, I generally speaking don't reread books. Typically, I'll read a book once and and that's that. I'm gonna say three, maybe four times that I've read *Name of the Wind*. Um, and I think probably *Wise Man's Fit* twice. So I mean, that actually, just as I don't typically reread books at all, so that, that gives you an idea as to how much. I think of them and, and how much that I do love those books because I actually have taken the time to I'm going to see yeah, three or four probably for Name of the Wind and, and like twice for Wise Man's Fear okay have you ever listened to the audio recordings do you do audiobook okay I have a bad experience with this so oh. and, it, and it was Name of the Wind so I was like oh I know what I'm going to do I'm going to I'm going to try and be more active and I'm, I'm going to go like walking and I'd heard, I think it was Stephen Fry said that was something he did because he he lost like quite a large amount of weight and he said the the way he'd done it is he'd been walking and he'd got audiobooks and he just walked for, for like hours or whatever it was and I was like oh that's that's a good idea I'll I'll get out I'll be active what books like I'll get Name of the Wind and I'm pretty sure it was Audible that I got ah. at the time so firstly I mean I've bought several copies of Name of the Wind because it's the book that I recommend to anybody who will listen um so i bought copies of it for other people but and so I, I i objected somewhat to the idea of having to pay for it again i'm like i don't 
like I've bought this book several times. But so not only was it like I want to say it was like eight pounds maybe for the book. It wasn't even the whole book. That was that was half the book, which I didn't oh, no. realize at first. So 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 at first I'm like, oh god, what? This is uh, like already aggrieved at having to pay for it in the first place, and now it's not even the whole book. And so then I'm like, okay, well, whatever. It you know that's still that's still a, quite a lengthy, you know, lengthy audio that I have there in terms of you know time it'll take me to get through it. Like whatever, I'll I'll put it on my phone and I'll um and I'll, I'll listen to it as I go walking. Uh, no, because at, at the time anyway, you couldn't download it in any format that would work on my phone. Yeah. So the whole experience was horrible, and I vowed never to listen to an audiobook again. <laughs> Which you know I is I'm you know complete overreaction, but as you know, I th- I think I vowed never to use Audible again. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was my experience with it because I know I do like audiobooks and I have thought about um, getting back into listening to them because I've I've listened to a few things actually the Harry Potter books I listened through an audiobook like I'd already read them but you know, I'd listen to them again just to to have something to listen to and with my job I can sit and listen to stuff I thought that'd be a good way to good way to do it but then it brings back memories so I haven't yet taken that plunge. <laughs> I remember when Audible was just starting out, if you had already bought the book, or at least if you'd already bought the Kindle version, you could get the Audible version for free. By the time I finally tried Audible, they had stopped doing that, and I was I was disappointed. I, too, I had a rough experience with Audible. I wanted to listen to the Neil Gaiman, uh, one of his short story collections that he was narrating. It was more expensive than I thought it would be. It... And yeah, you have you had I don't know if it's still this way, but you had to download the Audible listening program, and then you could only listen to it on your computer. Yeah, because I, I think I mean maybe I mean, I'm sure it is different now. I'm sure there's now an app you can get. At the time, apps weren't really a thing as much, or at least my phone wasn't capable of getting them. So yeah, I'm I'm sure it'd be much better now. I'm sure my one bad experience isn't indicative of the, the format as a whole. It's or true. Audible, in general, but. Audible, I would love to give you another try if you want to contact me and <laughs> there we go. some yeah. free things. If, uh, I'll, I'll yeah. talk all the good things about you. Yeah, prove me wrong, Audible. <laughs> Send me free things. A free, a free account and some money for my podcast and I will say all the good things I like about you. <laughs> How did you find the stream? I don't know specifically how I found it. I mean, I'm going to get it. was probably through the blog. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, of course. Because uh, it, it was through World Builders, um, which is Pat's charity um, that he runs in the end of year fundraiser last, well, a year before the last, now 2015. I think Fallout 4 had just been released or had recently been released. And if I remember rightly, it was like a post on Pat's blog where he said, I want to play Fallout 4. But he, I guess he, he like he didn't want to spend time he could be spending on the charity um, and the fundraiser playing Fallout 4. He found a way to make it work for him, and they did a, a vote. So every $10 you donated, you could vote on whether you wanted Pat to spend his free time that day playing Fallout 4 or writing more of Book 3. And Pat's fans, being the generally nice people that they are, voted for Fallout 4 every single day, pretty much. Pretty much. There was a couple of writing days i remember because we would get webcam 
we could see the tab. Mugcam. Mugcam. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope that anybody listening was on was on the streams and watched and was familiar with the chat, so all the little references we make to the silly <laughs> little things that happened won't uh, won't fall flat. But yeah, when Pat said he was going to stream, I thought, oh, that'll be cool. I guess. I mean, like, I'm not. I never played the Fallout games, but. I get. It. I mean, I think anybody who then has watched past streams is very entertaining, and it doesn't really matter if you enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, you're always there for the, the streamer themselves and their commentary and their reactions or whatever. So, if you enjoy watching, listening to Pat, then you can. I think you'd, you'd enjoy streams, whatever. Same. Do you have a favorite memory from the stream? Oh yes, there's there's only one. It would have been, it would have been from the, that first year as well, which uh, anybody who's played Fallout 4 may be familiar with the the pirate ship, um, and anybody who watched the stream that year will be very familiar <laughs> with the pirate ship and the hopes and dreams of Pat Rothfuss being destroyed. I, I think that's it. If you type in Pat Rothfuss hopes and dreams, you will get a YouTube video which will accurately sum up <laughs> the well. That, that that I guess that was the climax. Yeah, so there's there's a pirate ship on top of a building, which Pat throws everything out. He's like, "What the? I, don't, I won't play the rest of the game. I just want this. I want this pirate ship. It's going to be mine, and I'm going to fly it around, and it's going to be awesome." I think it went on for a few days. I think it like went over a weekend, and so he's like, "I'm because you go and you do all these quests." And he's like, "I'm going to get this pirate ship, and okay, I'll do all these quests, and then you're going to let me fly it, right? You know, you you built this, you put it in the game, you're going to let me have it, right?" Um, I won't spoil the ending, although you can probably guess <laughs> what, what happens. And it was a truly, truly magical... I mean, you, know, you feel kind of bad for Pat, but you kind of knew how it was going to end. I didn't guess until towards the end. Like, I mean, for I, most of the ride, I was right there with Pat. I'm like, yeah, we're going to have a pirate ship. This is going to be great. I mean, I, t- took his, I took his point because he was saying, yeah, you, you've put it in the game. How hard is it going to be to let you actually take ownership of it but at the same time it would i mean there was no there would never have i guess been any real need in fallout 4 to have had it well the that other crew had like a flying thing did they i, I, I don't know one of the one of the factions oh, yeah okay I yeah uh, but yeah that that was a moment of true true internet beauty <laughs> pat's face and I say if you YouTube, I think I'm pretty sure it's just been like Pat Rothfuss hopes and dreams. You'll get, get the video. Um, I think it was one of the other mods. I think it was Elsevera actually. Yeah, um, I think so. Put the video together, um, set it to some music, very, uh, very thematic. <laughs> it was, um, yeah, I mean, it, it inspired us to write a song about it in our um, in our Discord chat. So for those of you who are unaware, I'm sure anyone who's been in the Twitch streams is probably aware we've spammed it enough times. But we uh, we have a Discord channel uh, where just a bunch of us hang out. Outside of stream time, well, then during streams as well. But yeah, For it's just those a, of a, a us little... who are truly unaware, what is Discord? Oh, yeah. I suppose I should explain that too. It was kind of developed as an alternative to TeamSpeak. Do, am I gonna, I'm gonna have to explain TeamSpeak as well. It's it's a voice chat thing, but it's also got text chat. That's that's basically all it is. It's just a, a thing that you have. It's an app. There's a web, like a browser version of it too. Just a place where you can talk to other people, essentially. But yeah, so we'd like drop a link in there and you can you can join it and but yeah, we were we were so inspired by the pirate ship, the uh, SS disappointment. 
that uh that we we wrote lyrics to a song about it unfortunately it never saw the light of day unfortunately or fortunately depends on your viewpoint i'm pretty <laughs> sure i actually do have a version recorded on my hard drive but no one else has ever heard it <laughs> i'd be interested in reading the lyrics if nothing else anyway even if you just read the lyrics it was a i guess a parody of summer nights from greece oh, so okay. you, you can imagine the tune as it is. <laughs> I'm not going to do a rendition. Do not ask me, please. I won't, I won't. One of my favorite things about Pat streaming is Pat Chat and the sense of community that is there. I've, um, I don't really watch any other streams, but I know about Twitch because my, my husband does. And I see these other chats, and first off, they're just like, a scroll, just yeah. going, 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 fast, yeah, fast, I wa- fast. Uh, yeah, so I was, yeah, I was watching Pat on Critical Role. Um, I think, yeah, it was one he was on. And there were like twenty thousand viewers or something stupid like that. I, and they have it set to subscriber only when the actual stream starts, and it's still like a crazy scrolling wall of text that you can't read. And even if you can read it, a lot of the time, it's it's not good. It's not like a conversation. It's just people shouting at each other. Yeah, or shouting I, I, at the streamer. Yeah, I think I think I went into like full screen and, and ignored the chat as I couldn't chat anyway because I'm not a subscriber to them. Um, but yeah, I, I I have heard that other like with Pat's Twitch, we're kind of lucky with our with our viewers and our chat people there. Um, in terms of just because yeah, not not all rooms are as uh, polite. As as Pat says, we are one of the last corners of civilization in the frontier of the interwebs. Which is pretty good going. Yeah, I feel that way about a lot of the online Pat community on his Facebook or on his Twitter. I see. Mostly, like, 90% of us are like, yay, we all love Pat and we're nice to each other. Yeah, I mean, you're always, I think, anywhere you go, especially on the internet, you're going to find a few people who uh, are like, yeah. I think that that was, that was uh, I think Pat did his impression. And I think, I think it was this, um, just this past year um, for the fundraiser he did is, that's how all you book three People sound to me, book three, <laughs> something like that. And don't get me wrong, I'm looking forward to book three, but I, I know that he's making the best book three possible. And honestly, I enjoy the other stuff that he's been putting out since then. Like I really enjoyed the slow regard of silent things. I enjoy watching him stream. I'm looking forward to getting my own copy of Tack. And if he was just fixing book three all the time, one, he'd be crazy from doing all that revision. And two, I wouldn't have all these things that I'm also looking forward to. I get the impression he's a little crazy anyway from it. But, but no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, and I guess, and, and I think most of the time, certainly from, from a moderating standpoint, when anybody did come in and uh, be like, hey, write book three, when's book three coming out? 
it's it's typically it was people who hadn't been in the stream before. You get the occasional person who came in just to be an idiot because it's the internet. But for the most part, it was people who were new to the stream, and they you know maybe they've like just finished reading Wise Man's Fear, and I can imagine it. You know, I think at this point, for those of us who you know, like read Wise Man's Fear right after it came out. We, I, you know, I feel like we're probably at the point where we're kind of accepting that it's not going to come out next week, um, the book three, and you know, we're kind of you kind of come to terms with it, and and yeah, and as you say, there's all this other stuff that he does, and I get, I think you know, if he had you know released a year, if he'd released book three a year after Wise Man's Fear, and even though I, I mean he he said that he's going to write more in his universe anyway. So I'm sure he'd then go off and write other stuff too, so it wouldn't be like that would be the end of it. But as a result of the length of time, like we've gotten to see all this other stuff that he does, and um, I know it's kind of it's a, it's um, only one way that we like get to know Pat a lot more because of all these all these all this other stuff that he does, and I, I say it's like one way because he he's talked about it on the stream before as well, but because. You know, like he does the streaming and you know, he'll do all these other things. He'll post like personal stories about his kids up on the blog. People feel like they know him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he said a few times as well, like at cons or whatever, people will come up and be a little, almost like a little bit too friendly because they know all this stuff about him, but you're still technically strangers. But yeah, but yeah like yeah, you know, we've kind of gotten all of that as a result of. Well, I mean, maybe not as a result of you know. I'm sure he'd probably be doing similar stuff anyway, even if he had finished the um, the King of the Chronicles at this point. But I am definitely of the of the opinion that he's making the best book that he can. And why would you want to rush him? Yeah, you know, why would you want it out tomorrow if if it's not finished? For all that I know, that there are there are those um, there are those people out there who believe it is finished and he's deliberately waiting to release it. I'm like, really? Do you, mm? Those are my least favorite, the very the cynical ones. They're like, no, he just he wants more money, and he knows he'll get more money if he releases it with the movie. And I'm like, have you ever watched anything with this man? Do you know about his charity? I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, the guy runs a charity. I'm and, uh... pretty sure <laughs> money's not the thing. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware of this viewpoint until fairly recently. I was just like, huh? Don't, just no, no, no. <laughs> But I mean, whatever. If people want to think that, that's fine. If if people want to make themselves angry about it, fine. But no, yeah, it, it's it has been a really cool community that has um, developed. And as you say, like it's the similar in other in other places um, on the internet too for for Pat's fans. But just the the Twitch chat, the Pat chat specifically, it's um it's been a, a cool little community that that's developed. I mean, we. And I think we did it last year. I don't know if you were you played any um, when we'd like play Cards Against Humanity online after the stream. I came um, to a couple. Uh, you, you miss you're missing out if you didn't play with us this year because we made a specific pack chat oh, Cards no. Against Humanity deck. So the stream is how I found out about one of the things that Pat's been working on besides book three, which was Heroes Song which he helped develop. It was a video game that unfortunately didn't quite make it all the way off. I personally never got a chance to play it, but you, on the other hand... I did, yes. I, um, I'm assuming probably it was a blog post or something on Twitter um, where yeah, Pat said, like, hey, there's this, this game that I'm going to be helping develop. 
um, and you know, linked to the Indiegogo, so I got in and, and backed that. Um, yep, sadly, they uh, they didn't get it to actual release, which is obviously a shame. It, it's like anything that, you know, I kind of do feel like anything that has Pat's seal of approval, anything that he's working on, I have faith is going to be good. And it, it did sound interesting. Um, so it was a real shame that it never never got to the, the full release. But I did get to play it. Um, they, they did put it into early access for... Um, well, not just actually just for the Indiegogo backers, but you could um, you could get early access through Steam too. So yeah, I got got to play for a little bit. Well, I, I, you still can play it now. Actually, it's still in my Steam inventory. But um, oh, I thought they gave everybody their money back and nobody could play it anymore. Well, I'm assuming that's the case because so if you bought it through Steam, then yeah, you, they they said when they when they announced that they were no longer developing it, everyone could get a refund through steam you did it through steam but if you backed it through the indiegogo ah. they re- they refunded us directly so yeah i um they refunded everyone which was really cool of them like i and there were people on the the pixel mage which was the, the studios um forums who were kind of like well you know i i want to make sure everyone you know these these people who've been working on it get paid and you know it was like just before christmas it's so like you know we, we you, you can keep our money but they were very much like no we want you to take them take your money back but yeah, if if it was if you backed it through the Indiegogo, you still have the game in your Steam inventory, so I do still have it. Nice. What Rothfuss did, or from my my understanding, was he helped develop some of the gods and the backstories and how they would interact, right? Yeah, I think that was definitely something he had a hand in. I think like he wrote some of them. I think because he streamed it, I think I think it was like once playing through it, and yeah, he was talking about. Like it was a cup, I think, because he was looking at a couple of the different gods when you create your world that you can choose to uh, to have an influence on it, and and he was saying, oh yeah, this was this was the one that I wrote about. This this was this uh, this god with this kind of uh, like backstory. So yeah, like helped develop it. And the idea being dependent on the gods that you choose and the prominence you give them in your world, it will shape physically what your world is like in terms of the terrain, but also like how prevalent magic is. Um, and like one of the things like death will be well, swift and often I think was the, the turn of phrase used you know, I guess, which I guess just made it more difficult and easier to uh, get killed <laughs> um, but yeah so that, so based on the gods you chose it determined what the world was like and you choose a god of the underworld and then based on that god it would because when you it was permadeath but when you die you go into the underworld and you can get back out of the underworld the idea was based on the god you chose for the underworld. It would change how you got out of the underworld, whether you physically found like a way out or whether you had to do X, Y, Z to get out. It sounded like they had some really cool ideas, and they had forums where you could actually like chat to the developers. So if there was something you wanted to, you know, if you had like an idea, I think you, I mean, I never did, but I'm sure you could have pitched it to them. And there was a couple of things I was like, oh, this would be really cool, and maybe I'll maybe I'll make a post and and you know, pass that on to them, but. Yep, sadly, it will never be now. Yeah, but the fact that he did that work on a game that looked promising and the way that he talks about games in the stream, it gives me hope. It makes me excited that when Lionsgate releases their media blitz, which includes a video game, that that video game will be pretty good too. What do you imagine his game will be like yeah i i've been thinking about it and i'm not i'm not sure i'm gonna assume that it's 
not going to be a play through the story of the name of the wind kind of thing i would assume it would be much more open world and give you you i mean i guess that's what i would like anyways for you to be dropped in into the world and you can kind of just do whatever you want and you'll brush up against characters from the books and you'll be able to go to the university and you'll be able to meet tinkers along the road um, you'll be able to go to see the ashes of the town of Trebon and these kind of things. But yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, did you have any thoughts as to what you think it'll be or what you think would be best? I think it would be best if it was kind of like Witcher, where you're a character and you have a goal, but you still have a lot of freedom. I think something like Skyrim would be too open. Yeah. I don't want to be able to build an Arcanist Edem. I think that's silly. But being able to explore the whole world and go to the different places and see the different things, but still have quests and and a storyline. I think it should definitely still be telling a specific story, which Skyrim did, but you could get so distracted by everything else that you never finished it and you just had 18 houses. And I think a little bit more story-oriented than that, but still lots of freedom. And yeah, I'm excited. I also thought it would be interesting... To maybe go to not to go to Temerant, but not during Quoth's life. Right. Yeah. Maybe to go after, and you can hear stories of Quoth, or to go before, and maybe maybe you run into Arladin, and you get to see him, or yeah, or even earlier. Like I think it could be a real interesting if you got to explore like the creation war. Yeah, it'd definitely be cool if oh, why not all of these options? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's Time be travel. really ambitious here. Let's yeah. have it. Well, you can, you can add expansions, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I, mean, I do wonder, though, if there's going to be a TV series and a movie, which I assume is going to be based strictly off the King Killer Chronicles, so it's going to be Kvothe's story. I would be surprised if there isn't Kvothe then in the game. Mm. Like, if it's going to be a kind of Lionsgate doing all of these releases, I would think they're going to try and make it I don't want to say as close to the, the, the TV show movie as possible because, as I say, I don't think they'll do like a playthrough of the story. But I, I it, uh, I don't, I, it wouldn't. It now, now the more I think about, it, I'm like maybe they will make it just close and you, you know, kind of like The Witcher, and you will play through his, his story. Oh, well, in that, that case, in that case, I hope that our journey is the trip from Imre to the mayor's town. And like, well, yeah, they, oh yeah, that's true, yeah, because we never got to find out yeah, what happened. It's like, there were pirates, there was a shipwreck, lots yeah. of terrible things happened, but then I got to town and it was, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's all it'll be. That will, that will be the way that he'll release everything that happens. He'll be like, well, I'm not going to write about it, but here, you can just play this game <laughs> instead. Yeah. It would be a novel way to, to release like an extra couple of chapters of a book. Hmm. Nice. You know, I don't know. Because like, I would like it to be open world. I would, I like the idea of, being dropped into Temerant and just being able to, like, as I said, like brush up against characters from the books, mm-hmm. but still be kind of doing your own thing, like to to be, I don't know, like a nameless character from the, you know, someone who's not in the books, but you go to these places and you do, you know, you can can go to the university and you can meet Devi, you know, you can take out a loan kind of thing, um, and you, you can see all the masters, you can jump off a roof. For Eladin's amusement, <laughs> yeah, those kind of things. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I do wonder now whether they may, whether maybe they will do a playthrough of Capote's story because because I guess you could do that, and as you say, like like The Witcher, where you have this story that you're playing through, but you still have room to go off and do other things, which is kind of what Capote does anyway. If you think about it, you know, his main storyline is his search for information about the seven mm-hmm. i'm not going to use the name lest we <laughs> incur their, their ire right I'm, I'm more sensible than that <laughs> but you know that's his main goal but it, he still goes off and does all these other things so yeah I, I guess maybe if they do it that way as opposed to it literally being a playthrough of the um you know, like scene by scene it's just a playthrough of the story which, I but which, had... which I mean, I, I guess the game, the, like the the book itself, wouldn't lend itself to that anyway. It's I of the just way it's had written. a good idea. I don't know if it's a good idea. I just had an idea, and obviously, whether or not this could be done depends on book three. But what if the video game was about Denna, and you play as Denna, and you get to find out what the heck she's doing all the time, and why she keeps disappearing, and who's master? Well. Obviously, we'll hopefully we'll know who Master Ash is by the end. But Rothfuss has said, like, if we read the story from Denna's point, like, she would be the main character. She would right. be doing all these things, and Foth would be popping in and out, and people could hate or like him as they choose. But that she has a story that's going on that we're just not seeing. Maybe we could see it in the video game. It would certainly be interesting. Or... Maybe you could play as Cinder and just go around kicking ass, <laughs> killing kids. That's your thing. Stuff. That's your thing. Oh, okay, because what it would what it would be is you'd just be like doing off what, whatever the hell you want, you know, like he does with the like the bandit camp or whatever, and um and then suddenly like you get this like notification pops up on your screen. Green, that someone's mentioning your name and so you're like quickly <laughs> blue fire teleport and then it, it's like a mini game where you then have to go and kill these people and then you go back to your regular life of pillaging and banditry i don't know that would be terrible maybe that could just be a mini game within the game there we be. go <laughs> cinder slaughter maybe that could be the app game it's like those um <laughs> those games like you're you're working in a cafe and you have to give everyone their orders or they get angry and leave. <laughs> it's it's like that. Like, you're trying to do these things, but sometimes somebody will say your name and you have to go and take care of them Like that, that but with more death. <laughs> with, like that, with blue flames and dying. There we go. Wait, what is, what is Cinder's sign, anyway? I don't remember. Um, do we I can really look know? it up real quick, but we all we have is guesses. He has scary black eyes and kills people. That's what we know for sure. Well, at least we've uh, we've uh, we're gonna we're gonna um, come up with that that mobile <laughs> app game. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll we... pitch that. <laughs> Productive business meeting. <laughs> uh, if you have any ideas about what the video game will be like, or if you want to help us develop our new app, you can reach me at. Road and pay us some tenue. money. Yep, pay us some money. <laughs> Find me at road to tenue. That's road the number two tenue at gmail.com. You can comment on iTunes and tell us all your thoughts there. How can people find you, Alex, if they wanted to? 
I am unsurprisingly unlikely maths on Twitter. Well, I'd say you can come and join us in Discord, which you can, you are welcome to, but I can't tell you a link because it's not a permanent thing. I can generate an invite link, but... Well, come and hang out in Pat's Twitch streams whenever he's streaming. I think he's he's twitch.tv slash Patrick Rothfuss, I want to say. I'm not actually 100% sure. I'll post the link. It just auto-completes for me at this point. I don't know. Yeah, come, (laughs) hang out, chat with us. You'll see we're really cool, and then you'll be like, hey, I want to hang out with these people more. And then you'll be like, how can I hang out with you people more? And we'll be like, Discord, here's a link. And (laughs) do that. Any last thoughts, words, before we go? Well, there's only really one apt way to to sign off, and that is bees. bees! Everybody, bye, bees. I'll see you on the road. Bees, 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 bees.